The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Welcome to the Pirate Radio Podcast, featuring special guests discussing a wide range of topics and personal stories. The Pirate Radio Podcast is presented by White Claw Hard Seltzer. Nothing tastes quite like it. Visit WhiteClaw.com today. White Claw Hard Seltzer, proudly distributed by Coastal Beverage. Please drink responsibly. Now live from the Pirate Radio studio, here's Shirley Rhodes. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pirate Radio Podcast featuring the guys from the Press Box. The Pirate Radio Podcast is brought to you by White Claw Hard Seltzer. On today's podcast, Troy Dreyfus, Brian Bailey, and Brian Medor have a great discussion on ECU athletics, the NFL draft, and a whole lot more. So sit back and relax. Today's Pirate Radio Podcast presented by White Claw Hard Seltzer starts right now. And welcome to this episode of the Press Box Podcast here on Pirate Radio. Great to have you with us on our many platforms of Pirate Radio. I'd like to thank our cast today. we got uh, Clip Rock, who is handling our audio responsibilities. Chandler ha- helping out with the video side of things. And joining me in the studio, my esteemed colleague for now, 150 years in the business. He is Brian Bailey from Channel 9. but we're yeah. getting there. Selling you good, short. Good to yeah. see you again, good Double man. B. Good. Freshly shaven. Good. You're looking yeah. good. Thanks. I still had Appreciate you. It pictured from mustache march which was creepy that was no that was more than creepy you look much younger now and brian mador from ecu athletics joining us unshaven lifestyle looks brian you're looking a little raggedy clip rockish yeah (laughs) (laughs) i wasn't gonna say unkept but a little uh you know rustic i agree you do look good thank you i appreciate that um so you got good to have you back guys i feel like it's been a while since we've got has been so lots lots going on. So let me first of all thank our friend Jason Shepard at the place for in part bringing us today's podcast. Who also fed he was part of our training table today. Yeah, which stuff. man was it excellent! Holy, yeah. cow. I ate the uh, the turkey. Same, did the turkey. Oh, had the chicken. Man. It Picked was the, the chicken. Yeah. It was like on pita. It was really good. Yeah, it was really good. Um, what'd you guys have, Clip? What'd you have? Did you dig in yet? He did turkey as well. I had a turkey, yeah. and I currently have a chicken that I haven't tried yet. Yeah, that looked good. I saw the in the muffins. All the from the place are delicious. I told you, Meador, I could eat about a thousand of those things. Well, like, they're so small, you could stuff like eight or nine of them together to make one, like yeah. we talked about. So oh, there's no man. guilt I, there. Right. Wow. So technically, I only ate one. That's right. <laughs> so I had about eight. Uh, it was great stuff. So thanks to uh, Jason Shepard with the place. They're on Washington's waterfront, by the way. They, they're on on Main Street in Historic Washington. They got a great setup there. You can, They're you know right there on Main Street, but they also have an awesome patio in the back that very fortunate uh, one of the few places that actually overlook the water you can sit there and eat and have lunch or dinner and uh just great views especially this time of year and they're at entertainment guys they've got some awesome stuff wednesday nights karaoke uh thursday night shag night bailey go out there with melissa and shag yeah show everybody we don't do a lot of shagging uh friday saturday sunday they got live music during the day and the evenings too uh, uh, as I said, get out there and enjoy the patio, yeah. Bailey, even if you don't check. Yeah, it's that time of year, you know, and we yeah. do have very few places in town that you can go and sit outside, so that's, that's a good deal. So thanks to Jason with The Place on Main Street in historic downtown Washington, our sponsor today of the podcast, and also great food that he has delivered Terrific. to us. And it's healthy, too. Stuff. Yep. Yep. Very good. Lots Except of for the fun. eight muffins that you ate, Troy. It's, well, <laughs> it's all personal choices. So Do a little extra cardio after yeah. this show. Alright, uh, let's start. I guess we'll start with ECU football. Spring ball wrapped up. Is in the books, as they say. So now nothing 
until the start of the fall football season. Are you ready for pirate football? Only a hundred some days away now. Man, it's going to be a. Well, I don't think it's going to be as long a wait as it usually is because I think that, you know, with the time's sp- going quicker now, Bailey. You know, for me, it last, goes really quick. Last year was really. T- I mean, <laughs> last year drug days on. felt like weeks. Yeah, last year, last year was two years com- you know, combined. But uh, the, the spring game, you know, they had a lot of fun out there, and you can tell that they, they had some things I've taken away from the spring, and, and I've, I've talked to a couple of the coaches about it. But it just seems like that the players are more engaged with Coach. Houston and Coach Houston is more engaged with the players, and I think it's a byproduct of having your own guys in there. I, I think that you know, and Coach Houston said it in his press conference the other day after the game. He said, "When I first got here, you know, there, there wasn't a lot of you know." wanting to be out there with the guys because you know there was this going on that going on he said every day there was something on his desk but he said this bunch you know they really enjoy playing the game of football and football is one of those sports man you can't fake it either you love to play or you don't love to play and it's it shows and me we're going into year three under mike houston now this is really as brian said the majority of these guys and i haven't looked at the roster for every single person but the, the vast majority of these guys are all houston guys i don't know how many holdovers are left but not percentage-wise not many not many and then you gotta look at the i mean when you're Main guy Holton is one of the holdovers, but he's all, he bought in right away to Houston. Yep. And and you look at the, and so much so I still think of him as a Houston. You guy. do, right? Um, right. I mean, yeah. He did have one year with with, with Mo. Yeah, but, you're right. Um, no, he's he seems like he's flipped the roster almost every year. When you look at the numbers out and the numbers coming in, but more than that, I think um, to Bailey's point, he likes these guys and they like him. And if you've noticed, he's opening up practice more to media. And this and this has nothing to do with COVID. Like you never let you at the end of practice. You would never see Mike year one. He would you could not come to the end of practice he, the, for those Oklahoma like drills yeah. that they do he's been inviting he wants everybody to be able to see the competition and it's it's fierce but it's not like uh it was before where you would have fighting and, and a lot of that stuff going on what that comes with losing this this team even though they haven't won anything has more of a, a winning mentality and you could see it and i think that only helps him in the program Absolutely by right. doing that the coverage yep. as you guys know and now we're biased because we're in the media and we want to be able to shoot the video take the pictures get the interviews but it helps promote the program. They're not having to buy that. They're not having to pay anything for it. They're out there doing practice anyway. Invite the media in. That's the conduit to the public and let people see what's going on. Yeah, get them excited. And maybe it sells some more tickets. In the spring game slash scrimmage, whatever you want to call it, he opened it up to all the media. You guys were there for the entire time. And <laughs> and, um, and and having those fans there to be able to see a little bit of what they were doing. And defensively, they were they, they were impressive. I would like to have seen a little more offense. But, you know, it was, it was the last game. Most of what they had uh, to accomplish, they had already accomplished right. before that before that scrimmage. So, well, uh, and, and, and I, I think they dummied down the offensive they absolutely playbook. Did. With, they absolutely did. Because Holton and those, those guys, you know, if you looked at the Purple Squad and the Gold Squad, I looked at the Purple Squad and said, well, they're favored by at least two touchdowns yeah. and they yeah. lost by two touchdowns yeah. but it was a whole different well, you don't know, want to get, you don't want anybody play to get hurt right. and, you know and, and you know so I, I totally feel I, that it was still a fun it was a fun day and, and I think some of it is Mike Houston more comfortable with the surroundings sure. and oh, also yeah. knowing guys like uh, the guys in the media okay maybe they're, they're not out to y'all get me you know I mean you never when you're new in a situation you don't know who you can trust who you can't trust what the situation I think he's much more comfortable here now going into oh, your three I totally agree but you know he's got a, a much shinier looking car he's showing us you know what i'm saying i mean you know it's, oh, yeah. it's easier for him yeah. to open up the pull back the curtain and say well look i'm, I'm proud of what we worked on what we got right here maybe three years ago when i walked into this thing i wasn't but he is very he is someone who's very guarded you know he's, he's got to trust you and i think he realizes that there's not really i can't think of anybody in this media who's out to get him i mean it's never been that way in greenville and, and somebody who like that doesn't last long here anyway 
But Coach Mike used to join us in uh, hour three on PRL Thursday. If uh, you get a chance to tune in for that, at, uh, and, at the and I, I think the other thing too on that same subject is, is I think that the job you know you guys and I'm not blowing smoke. I mean, you guys know you do a great job, but all the pictures and all the the videos and all the you know chances that you guys put on social media, I think we do a really good job on air and in our website. We're not not as um, I don't know what the word is, but we're not as good at the social media aspect because you guys are digitally but, but, but savvy. Nobody, yeah, digitally, that's great. But but I just you know I, I don't think you get that everywhere. And I don't. No, I, I think I, you know he probably. I don't think he got it in Harrisonburg. No, and it takes a lot of work to do it. It yeah. just doesn't happen. It's is it's not easy. And anyone that owns a business that has even just a Facebook page, it can become a hassle to manage just a person a page at times. You ever get out of Twitter jail, you'll be so, awesome. I know. <laughs> it's free pirate radio. I, I wish I had a good story for. That too. I know. Like to say, oh, oh yeah, yeah, we did this. We posted this, these pictures awesome. that we shouldn't have posted. And it was totally worth it. You know, yeah. I mean, it was the worst thing that you've the, done that you did get flagged the, for. It, there was an audio issue in the background that we uh, have identified. Where music got flagged by music. It was like one of those things that, you know, how they like we do interviews and there's music playing in the yeah. background sometimes. Yeah. It got triggered some. Uh, you know, bot that said, oh, this is a music violation, which the irony is, is a radio station, we pay all the rights fees to be able to use the, the music. That's crazy. ASCAP, BMI, CSAC, all that <laughs> stuff. Just so we actually, you know, when, when that stuff comes up on Facebook, I'll dispute it, tell them we're a radio station, we pay, you know, we have the rights to actually use that music and they honor and they say, you're right. And they release the, the video or whatever. In Twitter, instead of saying, hey, this one tweet could be an issue or whatever, they pulled down the whole page. I mean, it's crazy. Do you talk to Mr. Twitter or Mrs. Twitter? <laughs> I wish I could talk to anybody. That's what I'm we, saying. We put a public plea out there to anybody that knows a human at Twitter and all the people I know. There are no humans. And all the people you know and that they know. And all the, you know, it's like the seven degrees of separation. You know, you can usually run, find somebody yeah. that knows somebody. I can't find a single person that knows somebody that works at Twitter. I mean, do you know anybody? Baby? No, I'm trying to think. Of, I'm trying. I'm doing my no, seven degree. I, I'm, I'm, do you know anybody that works at tw- Twitter? Media? No, I don't. Yeah, I I'm don't saying all the people we've talked to, it's incredible that are connected, even in the media business, don't know a human. I, I take per, a person. I, I that take that back. Owen Caflenti, he knows somebody who works at Twitter. He's our anchor. I will. Yeah, I was a good guy. Yeah. Oh, he, he, right he was our weekend guy back like in the day at NCT. Great guy. Great pipes. Where is he now? What's the line? Houston. He's the morning Houston. What's the line from the? The video betting. What are we talking about? No, the, the line from the stadium video that Owen does. Oh, you are talking about? Um, I can feel this place. Yes, that's it. Since every line and shadow. Oh, is that his? That's yeah. him. Yeah, that's Owen's voice. That. Yeah, he did that. He smoked a couple cigarettes and then he <laughs> belted it or out. something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in a fall. Owen's yeah. got a great. That set was of him. Pipes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. yeah. He put yeah. a little bit of a southern thing. It's uh, what is it like a? It's a poem he reads. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. it's it's his own. It's an original. Ghost in the wind. It's no, it's not Ghost in the wind, but it's 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 um. I can feel this. It's autumn is here. I can feel this place since every line and shadow. That's the video I have to edit every year. Yeah. that, that uh, oh, yeah. they got rid of briefly but yeah. it's back when COVID's gone we can have fans <laughs> that's what we should change it to <laughs> we, <should. laughs> we can hold hands again welcome and not worry to- about getting your temperature taken at the gate yeah welcome to not having to wear a mask this is Dowdy Fickle <laughs> yeah <laughs> That'll be the 2023 oh. video. You know, I yeah. do. I do the uh, I, as totally as a joke. Um, how to exit the stadium? I think that's funny. And, too. Um, it, the, we did it as uh, they used to hit me or read this. Just uh, voices over JJ wants to take a look at it. So I did it, and and um, they ended up using it. I was like, oh, they should have gotten the original version because it was get the you know what out of the stadium. It was like I had it all nicely done. Like like if you don't know which way to go, you're in trouble anyway. You had Beatles, uh sense of humor. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I lit it up, man. And then uh, they said read it read it clean. I was like, okay. When exiting the stadium, use the exit. 
<laughs> Look left or right. Yeah. Make sure the gate's open when yeah. we go through. And exit the stadium. Thank you for attending. And remember, buckle up. No, for the safety of all of us. That's what that's in there, too. Um, thank, thank goodness. All right, well, just reach out to him and maybe we can get I will. Uh, I'll text Twitter him as soon as we get done. See yeah, what he says. That'd be fantastic. So, wow. But anyway, uh, yeah, we have a backup. Get, you out, of, get you out of jail. We're at free PR 927 FM. No one, no one, Owen, he's going to text me back and say, uh, actually, dude, I got banned on 1222. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably true. Um, all right. So, where were we? We were talking about football. Coach Houston being more comfortable. Yeah. Having a little more to work so. with now. So, uh, this is the question I get more than anything, guys. How many games are going to win? No. Well, how are they going to be? This Same. Year? How are they going to be? Much better, but will the wins be there is the ultimate question, right? Yeah. And that's and the tough that. question. They I mean, could be better, but this team could still, it may not necessarily be a huge jump on the, on the record, but they could be a much better team. I th- I think it will be a I mean if you get to a bowl game this year I know that's 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 obviously the goal win a championship go to the bowl game whatever um, but you're gonna have to steal some games yeah. that, that you're not favored you're not going to be favored six in. wins is gonna be it's gonna be a tough. challenge it will Appalachian be. State's a huge sure measure schedule yeah. yeah let me pull up uh, and then you jump right into South Carolina here in new coach at South Carolina sure man I mean whose name was mentioned. Just play like At you one do. Point. Just play like Holton plays every time he plays SMU. What, this or gold. No, I don't think he came up when Houston was hired. I think he came up more when um, he came up more when Scotty was hired. And oh, he yeah. didn't come up as a serious candidate. He yeah, I remember up, his name being mentioned. Well, we were seven deep like, by the time Mo got hired, so well, they felt he was too young back then. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But he, but look, he's got a big time job now. So right, that App State game in Charlotte's going to be tough. Right. I mean, that's not easy. Yeah. South Carolina here at home. Yeah, I don't care even if they have a new coach. That's an SEC team. Sure. Even the so-so SEC team is a huge challenge. Sure it is. Very much. We found that out in the Liberty Bowl two years in a row. Uh, Marshall on the road, I think, is a challenge. Yeah. Oh, sure it would be. I, I agree. If you want to chalk up an easy win, and I don't think there are any easy wins anymore, you would say the easiest of the games on the schedule is Charleston Southern at home. Fair. I think Troy Driver said last year that the uh, Georgia, Georgia State, State game. And it was not. Was, Georgia State was a good team. They exactly. went to a bowl that last line, year. Line I, was something you're else. right. But I think for ECU to move the program forward, you got to start beating teams like Georgia 100% State. Agree. You, you can't let Sunbelt teams dominate you if we're going to move this program forward. Correct. Agreed. Agreed. Um, but I understand where we are. I'm just saying going forward, they've got to start to win those games. I think Charleston Southern's a must-win game yeah. on the schedule. It is if you're going. Oh, to if you're going to a bowl game, it is. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to all of a sudden fix things that uh, are wrong in that game. And then you got the conference slate. Yep. You got Tulane, UCF, Houston, USF, Temple, Memphis, Navy, Cincinnati. Tell me the guaranteed wins there. There are no guaranteed wins Correct. there. There are games you can win most right. certainly. Yep. But there are no you, guarantees. And, and look, you could win any of these games, but you could also lose any of these games. Sure Correct. could. This yep. is a tough. I hate to sound like Cy Seymour, Clip Rock. But this is a tough, tough league. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> Were you waiting for a drop? I don't know. They're good kids. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's a crossover from another show. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Um, so I think six is going to be tough. I, I'd love to see it. I think that would really fire people up. Just getting to a bowl game. I was telling someone the other day. Just getting back to a bowl game, having something to do in December, having that extra game, the extra practice would be a huge lift for this person. Well, if you get two in your first four, then all you need is four from your next eight. All right, so you're going to take Charleston Southern. Well, my math. And what do you think? App State, maybe? 
I think those are Marshall. those are the two probably most winnable. I think Mar- I think Who all four of those are winnable. They got rid of Holiday, right? They did, yeah. Yeah, Marshall. So if you could go three and one, let's well, just say you lose. You're halfway there. Then you, can you knock off three American opponents? You, you I go, think so. You go yeah. back and look at last year's schedule. We lost Norfolk State, obviously. But if you, you look at that schedule, we weren't far away from six wins there either. Right. We, I mean, we could have gotten there. We were, yeah. what, four? And then, it I mean, obviously five, that's a stretch. Honestly. Yeah, Tulsa. The to, I mean, you should have been, been five. Right. And then you pick up Norfolk State, then you're yeah, looking at six. I mean, so true. if you're getting better this year, then, I right. mean, well, on you, paper... Let's let's try and find three. UCF is going to be tough. Houston. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going through the conference. And, I, and, and, I'm going to no, give them stop. Right. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> I'm just trying to predict which three you do. Stop, 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 stop. No, I mean, what if you have to go? You're going to get some. You shouldn't. You're, not, you're going to lose some. You shouldn't. Just like last year. Troy, what are your three? That's what I was trying to look at. Uh, I was thinking Navy, but Navy's always tough. Not doing the work for you. What if you, what if you go to Navy needing one win to get the six, and you got Navy and Cincinnati left? I think I'm going to take the Navy over Cincinnati. No, I think on paper, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Good call. And the Pirates played you know played really well against Navy last year. So yeah. Blake Harrell may have something up his sleeve that that was one of the games nobody we in Pirate about. history could Every, figure I, out before that. Everybody everybody who watched that game thought, well, we probably would have won at Holton Play. We oh, finally yeah. broke the uh, that's tem- true the Temple curse. So I'm gonna say yeah. we beat them by 14 this year. Yeah, blowout Central. So why not why not a bowl game, guys? And probably uh, maybe uh, maybe USF. What do they got this year? Not not a clue. <laughs> He's gonna say not much. Not much. God bless your honesty. Yeah. Eleven coming back. App uh, State is really the pivotal game if you want to go to a bowl. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna I say agree it. with you. Out of the gate, 100. percent Yeah. That will determine a lot of what your season's gonna be. Well, I think you beat App State. You come back here and you you've, you open up home one and at the same time you win that game. You, you can't be thinking, oh, we're, we're rolling now because you beat App State. Absolutely. You, know, you and I both know. I don't care. How, and if you lose it, it's not over. I'm I don't just care saying, how good they've right. been historically. You beat that team every time you line up and play them. If you're East Carolina, but it, by God. But it does set up a great atmosphere for September 11th. It does. Because then, you know, there's going to be a lot of excitement for that game just because of South Carolina. And they travel well, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a, it's and gonna it, be a, it, that is the one team I think there'll be a ton of Gamecock fans. That'll be the game that we're Brian Bailey we're going to be standing on the side and look around going, wow, man, we are back. This, I, I've missed this because and, and, we didn't get it last and year. And let's oh. be honest. In last uh, several this years. probably be the last time you'll ever see South Carolina and Greenville again. I don't know if they're ever going to get a home and home with them again. I would say never. We it's might true. have to play them again in Columbia, but I, I doubt you get them back in Greenville. Until they show up, I'm not sure they're actually coming this That's year. That's true. <laughs> true. They've been putting this thing off for a decade. Hey, we got a COVID right, situation clip. clip. They're going to go ahead and call it now. Just exactly. out of safety. Air on the side of So caution. you're putting them right up there with Vatek. Huh? We're just not going to see them again. Are we? I don't think we're going to see Vatek again. Uh, you know. Yeah. Oh, I think we. I think we can Somebody's see Vatek. Somebody's that. Yeah, somebody will, will repair that. that, and I think that'll. But it may be years. I mean, the way football schedules are made, you know, it could be decades yeah. before we. But I think at some point, your grandkid could be doing sports correct. at Channel Nine by then. It could be repaired. Luke. <laughs> Little Luke, Luke on sports. Luke will be doing it. They'll be doing sports and weather pops. by then. Your longest <laughs> running high school show starts now with a, with a Bailey hang out. Yeah. Does he have any interest in sports? He's only a year old. Wouldn't no, that be cool so. if you pass the baton to your Because grandson. by the time they cart him away, he'll be old enough to graduate right, college. And yeah, his yeah. He'll be in his mid-30s the, by the time yeah. they cart me away. Oh, wow. i got 30 years left. He'll okay. be ready to take over 50, by then. 88? Nah, maybe not. Nah. Not that much. That's the toughest job in sports right there, being the number two guy at Channel 9, waiting to be the, the number one guy. 
<laughs> you just know he's not going to happen. Yeah. Now you take him out to eat greasy food. Exactly. Um, it could happen. You worry him. I'm day to day. You push your deadlines. Hunt. You put your deadlines right as late as you possibly can. And the last bunch of knuckleheads he's had have done that. So yeah. Bailey tells, <laughs> no one excluded. Bailey tells all of them that they're the anchor in waiting. So they, yeah, right. so they work hard and do all the work. Yeah. Yeah. And Bailey knows them. We, we give him a lack of bonus. No, his, his first, when you do, you go through the interview process, the first thing he says is, you know, you know your job is to make me look good, right? Exactly. That's the first thing I had to say. Yes, sir. They get a lifetime contract as the anchor in waiting. Yeah. <laughs> when Bailey steps down, you're the guy. Yeah, that's right. Bailey's never stepping down. When Bailey's life ends, you're the guy. <laughs> Have you figured out how many number twos you've had in this business? I've had mm. two today already. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's awful. Oh, sorry. sorry. No wonder we're running short on supplies. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, really. I mean, well, I can't. I, mean, I can't by, remember them all. Really? Nah, you've got. A, you've, I've reminded you. Of I could. I could probably, you know, eventually get them all listed. But well, yeah. Chris Dansbury and me were. Uh, we're both at East Carolina now, so we're still in the area. Yeah, it'd be a long. Todd Gibson. That was that was the height of our sports department. Was when Stans and Meador. Were I think of it like as a coaching tree. Like you know, coaches yeah. have their assistants. Yeah. If oh. we could put them all like listed, like where are they now? The Bailey. Well, we've got two. Tree. We've got two former interns of ours that are news directors at at stations. Think about that. Yeah. They interned in sports with me, and now they're news directors. And that's mm-hmm. and one of them is in Richmond, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not talking about interns. Though. He's on number twos. I'm talking. About, well, like, still, I mean, the number twos. The number two, the, the interns work probably harder than the oh, twos. I know, but I'm, nah, just, I'm just saying. That's complete garbage. Oh, my God. I was Some a two-headed intern. Uh, the most famous one of all, Tar Holes, is down there peddling houses in yeah, Florida. Yeah. She's doing yeah. great. She's she probably makes more money than all of us. Yeah, oh, sure she is. Yeah, combined. Yeah. What was her name again? Jenna Stauffer. Yeah, she did great. Yeah. She's yeah, she's, she's well. like the real estate queen down at Key West. Yeah. Yep. Doing yeah. very well. Then they fired her. Yeah, you guys did. All right, we did. She had one of the greatest lines in all of sports. Local sports. Yeah, I'm trying to find it. Okay. <laughs> Tar holes. <laughs> and she had no idea that that was Not a thing. Not a clue. That no, a thing. I'll never forget that sports cast because that was her first ever sports cast. And she botched a couple of pirate names and then she got to that story. And so I went and asked, how'd you, how'd you do? She goes, I think I, I screwed up one of the names. I said, yeah. I, I said, uh, North Carolina's nickname, I think. She goes, Tar holes? <laughs> The tar holes. <laughs> on the air, live. Uh, yeah. uh, what a great started. moment oh, in sports. That was great. And that yeah. really would have taken off if if we were in this, you know. Oh, the digital media. Oh, digital. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, because sure. that was back in the days. It was just really Audio. getting started. Yeah, yeah we, we saved it, obviously. That made the her, tar holes. That made her an instant legend, and she, she knew nothing about sports. Yeah. It was funny. Very nice person, though. The tar oh, holes. Nice. great, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. She just uh, she probably didn't belong in sports because right? no. she didn't know anything uh-huh. about sports, but she knew she wanted to, you know, yeah. make a name you know, for the, herself. One of the red flags right out of the gate is when they say uh, a team won a game like three to seven or yeah. 10 to 20. And, and that happens more than you, you it think. It happens a lot. And, because, and, yeah. it is, because here's what happens with, with these with the young you know sportscasters to be with, when they, when they go through classes and stuff, they don't get any hands-on. I mean, they, they're taking you know all these subjects. Nothing is really taught as far as sportscasting goes. I was taught a long time ago, you don't say the word zero in sports. Now, now everybody doesn't go by that, but I was taught a long time ago that 
nothing. You know, no. Exactly. Yeah. You, you don't say three to zero. Yeah, it doesn't sound right. And, but, but most of those kids, when they come through, you know right away because they want to be on TV, not in TV. And they don't. Right. They didn't grow up watching sports. You know, all of us in this room, we grew up. We know the vernacular. We know how to talk like a sports guy would talk, or the way that we say things. And some of these kids who come through, they they um they like sports and they think that that's what they want to do, but they were never really into sports. And you can you can peg those really quickly. And Jenna was one of them, but she was so pretty. The news director hired her. Oh, I thought the it was tar holes. I thought it was Bailey that hired her because she nah, was, so it was pretty. It was the news director. Oh, okay. it, it was the news director. You had no objection, though. I will say no. <laughs> I appreciate your honesty. Gotcha. All right, uh, moving on, Your Honor. Uh, we're going to talk ECU basketball. Been a lot of news this off season. Pirates lost uh, one of their better players, and by better, I mean best. He's moving one on. One of the better Virginia. players. In Are you happy that he's moving on to your no, Cavaliers? I mean, I, I root for Virginia, obviously, because were you uh, involved as a kid. in this? No, I was not. Oh. I haven't talked to Jaden since it happened. Uh huh. Oh. The connection. I'm still Am trying I to connecting figure the out. Dots here I'm now? still trying to figure out how he's going to fit in because I've watched Virginia basketball and I've watched the defense that they play and I've seen Jaden's defense and I don't see the connection there. Well, it's kind of weird. Bailey's been on the season ticket waiting list all these years. He finally got it this <laughs> <That's> year, right. <laughs> right when Jaden went. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> connecting some dots. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so we'll we'll see what happens. I hate it for Joe and I hate it for the Pirates because you know Jaden was was an outstanding player. You know, it's it's one of those things. If you put Jaden's shoes on and try to live in his life, I mean, you got two years of eligibility left. You know, if you want to continue your basketball career, if you want to play in the NCAA tournament, you know, can the Pirates get it done? Can they? Yeah, they can get it done. But you know, you're running out of time for Jaden, and I mean. You know, he knows if he goes to a, a school. You know, he grew up like a lot of us did around the ACC. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's hey, look, I, high school. And- I hate to see him go. It's hard to fault the kid. I mean, I had no ill will toward him, it, but it, I still no. I don't like it. I didn't like. I it don't at like all. the whole transfer. I, just, I think it's terrible. You know, if you're going to make a jump but, like that, you know, you should have to. I don't want to say punish. You know, serve a punishment, but that's basically what it is. Sitting out a year, so you have to be dedicated. Okay, do I want to sit out a year and do all the things like that, and then come back for two? Okay, I do want to do that, so I'm going to transfer. But now it's like, you know, you yelled at me, coach. I'm going transferring. Well, that's the, basically and what the it new is. NCAA rule came out that uh, you you get a free transfer that you don't have to sit out a year. Now, obviously, if you had graduated, uh, some players during college so sure, long you right. get around that they've earned it yeah, yeah. You know. right but now you could transfer after your freshman year if you're not happy right. somewhere one time you know, i think you get one time a one free pass not that you couldn't transfer again but you may have to sit out a year if you're not yeah. already graduated I, think but I think it's a bad precedent i think between the transfer rule the one and done i mean i really do think it's kind of i don't want to say killing college basketball what it's killing is the fan interest absolutely right i know absolutely right that just aren't as into college basketball as they used to be because really it's hard like all these players move around so much there's no sense of no loyalty and they're like eh, i'm just not into it i mean i hear that all the time from people it used to be the ones like the John Fields of the world who were had or malcontents where they were, and they you know he started where Tennessee, then here, then Wilmington. He's bouncing all over the place, and and you look at the character that he was off the, off the court, and then you they, they he came with baggage. Now you don't know what you're getting because it's the wild wild west out there, man. People are jumping ship like I mean it's it's the transfer portal. I mean Joe, I walked in the other day just to joke with Joe, and, and um he's you in the portal yet? I'm in it. You know it was because who Joe is? <laughs> well, he might be actually. I, Kansas he didn't mean it that way. Here. He didn't mean it that way. But could, could Kansas be picking him up? Hey, oh! <laughs> I'm just talking about man. Yeah. Oh, that was but, for Bailey. That's for Bailey. 
No, I mean, I mean, hey. Speaking of which, Joe, there were rumors that, you know, obviously Kansas has a position open. You know, I mean, he's Joe's here now, but that doesn't mean things can change down the road. Oh, I agree. I mean, everybody in this world is day to day. Yep. So, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me if that happened. You know, I talked either. to Joe that day and he said that it wasn't true. He didn't say it was never going to be true. He just said, you know, I'm the coach at East Carolina. I'm trying to call recruits right now. So. He is right now. Yeah. Correct. So, I mean, you know. But will he be? Everybody has their time. They do. Will he be, change. Will he be Troy? You could be in the transfer portal. We'll send you across town. <laughs> Back across town. <laughs> I can tell you there will be place that won't be transferring. <laughs> Get out of the business before that happens. Oh, oh my goodness. ZMB. Oh. We're talking about ZMB, right? Yeah. yeah. That's what I was talking old, about. You're old, you're old stomping ground. That place. Yeah, that place was great, I just can't man. go backwards like that. No, you can't. No. can't. No. I go Unless you fall oh. backwards. I mean, that's where you fall. That's where you land. Yeah. Well, you know, it's still a station. It is. Had some good times at ZMB. Yes, sir. All right, um basketball but the players it's a whole nother the roster's turning over in basketball again oh yeah it's gonna be right. a whole new it's gonna be a whole new crop of players to learn no we have to do it we do the coaches show every year we're like oh, what do we know about this kid i don't mm. know man and especially in the covid year where you really couldn't be around him a whole yeah. lot and you know uh, it's it's frustrating that part of it's frustrating I, I, you know we've talked about this before on the press box some other places where in years past i have all these friends that i've, I've met from from pirate athletics over the years over the last few years with the exception of a guy like a holton or somebody i don't know these kids like we used to yeah i, mean, I just don't so you've got the, the big three at ECU currently. I uh, see ECU football, lots of uncertainty, but kind of on the rise, I feel. Like they're going in the right direction. ECU basketball is kind of like, hey, people, uh, you know, look at a little bleak. But then on a positive, well, I mean, ECU you know, baseball, were... let me finish the top three. God. ECU baseball, Cliff Guy would kick it ass. Top 10 in the yes. nation. The, the gold standard of sports programs at East Carolina University. By far. If every program was yeah. like, Cliff Godwood's here, we would be like Alabama. And, and you know, something we don't talk about at all, except when it comes up every year, but they're so good off the off the field with their academics. Yeah. I mean, good gosh. Yeah. I mean, they're lights out every every year. They're lights out academically. And I think, you know, if you're a parent and your kid's coming along, he can play baseball and you talk to, you know, some of these coaches and, and you know, there are some great programs around. But, but if you know, if you go to East Carolina you're going to go to a great program and you're going to excel in the classroom and, and, and you got as a, a parent, that's all you want. And your coach sitting across from you talking to you to trying to get right. your kid to come. There's a two-time academic all American. Ask him what happened that one year. He should yeah, have been three times. We, we, <laughs> we did. What did you do that one year, Cliff? When did you take? When did you get serious, buddy? Nah, through thirty-five games, best record since two thousand four. Yeah, you know? twenty-eight and seven overall currently. And, and the telling two in conference. The telling thing is, is you play a really good UCF team and you go two and two, and, and yeah. like the, you know the, the world's falling apart. I mean, it's yeah, it, it tells you how much you know the expectations are. You know, when you sweep those four game series, and I, I really want to ask Cliff this. You know, now that we've we've played three that, of them, if that, if that was a two and one weekend, people are like, oh, okay, they took the series, right? You got this extra game, right? It's, you know, you it's but, weird. But, just think about physically what it does to a team and mentally what it does you know trying to play four games and and just you know it's it's high level baseball you know pirates didn't play all their you know their best baseball last weekend for sure they didn't pitch it very well but i like what cliff said about the pitching staff he said i think we'll pitch a lot better next week and if we don't you can call me an idiot what a great sound like so if they don't pitch better you're gonna call them an idiot no i'm gonna see who does yeah well i have a guess no, I put, I put it on Lindsay. Yeah, well, 
<laughs> but the point is, is, is it was a very uncharacteristic start for Smitty. That's funny. Uh, you know, Cooch may have struggled a little bit this year. You know, he hasn't lasted long in games, and they need him to go longer. They need him to stop thinking, man. That kid, he 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 just needs to go out there you and gotta, throw the ball. Yeah, man. you got to go out there and you got to go. You know, your starters have, especially in these series, you got to try to get them five, six innings. Yeah. If you can, Gavin Williams has been the man. Yeah, I mean, he he's been really, really good. All right. So coming up this weekend is the uh, on the road at Wichita State. Mm-hmm four game series and they've struggled recently yeah they off to a great start and they've struggled recently Tulane is in first place mm-hmm. right now Half game. and Tulane comes to East Carolina coming up uh, not this weekend but next weekend so uh, hopefully you know Cliff can keep this thing rolling and, we'll have, I mean, you're, you're talking Pirates about are hosting a, a regional yeah and uh, May 10th I think it is is when they notify the schools there'll be 20 schools that are notified um, of the 16 who are going to get picked Brian why are people why are they doing the NCAA doing this early I, I don't they understand they want to give you time they want to give you they want to give you because we don't know how it's going to what's going to play out but so they want to tell everybody like the reason they're coming out with the 20 teams or the 20 schools I should say they're going to notify the 20 schools hey you've been selected um, you may be one of the 16 and they're not doing like a one, two, three, four. Four, five, six, seven, all the way down to sixteen. So and they're selecting the way. sites, and they're going to announce those May tenth. Right, uh, not announce them. No, they're they're going to tell the schools you're okay. one of the you're one of the twenty, and then uh, and then and then we'll let this what the season play out, and then they'll announce the sixteen sites. Okay, so like somebody if a team goes off the cliff. Apart. That's what I was going to say. That doesn't guarantee COVID you a spot. off the cliff or okay. whatever. You so know, even if they tell you you're going to be one of the right. possible spots, that does not guarantee you're in. And the there won't be the usual top eight that everybody will get excited about. You're not going to see that. You're going to play the sixteen uh, regionals. We'll play each other, and then of the of the eight that survive, they I guess the the sites that that are eliminated from those and who's left over. That's how your your super regional is going to be. Played. Okay, well you're the first person that's explained that. That makes oh, sense. Okay. You, you can credit Malcolm Gray for that. All right. So if, if that's wrong, it's on him. Because <laughs> I literally was in his I'll, office earlier talking to him I'll take my chances that that's right. And if no, it's wrong, if Malcolm you have says to call, it's right, it's right. Call Brian Meade or an no, idiot. That's what he told me. Mate, he, I mean, he was too specific with the dates. And, um, and you know, he, he specifically said uh, 20 uh, schools will be notified, 16 will be awarded once the season plays out. Cliff, this may be a curveball. Do you have the audio of Cliff saying, uh, if the pitching's not better this weekend, you can call him an idiot? I don't know if you still have that queued up. And I didn't ask for it ahead of time. So you're not going to call okay. Clip an idiot. Though. No, no, no. I was just going to run. That, I was going to run that audio if we yeah. had it, I was just, so people could hear it. But if not, it's no big deal. It's cut six, I think. Clip. I'm just kidding. I made that up. <laughs> you said it so convincingly. Uh, this might be it. All right, we'll give it a listen and see. Yeah. And then and then we'll ask Clip the question you asked in a second. Hold on. Let's see if we got it. Yesterday, that's the reason we won the game. Our pitching staff gave up two freebies and they walked us and or hit us 11 times yesterday and Actually, we flipped I that script today and let me uh, try another one you know, all right yeah, <laughs> yeah this definitely live podcaster yeah, sure um it, it's amazing what the mind can do to you and and like i said i think guys care too much at times and and they make it into life or death i mean nobody has you know pitched in more games wanted the baseball in these situations than Tyler Smith and that was actually the pregame speech just to a lot of different guys is if your mind's not in the right place that the game will challenge you as life will and um, you know it challenged Smitty today Um, the positive out of today is uh, Josh Groves freshman uh, Landon again, got out there again, did a good job, Danny Beal. And, look, if we weren't getting beat like that, we probably wouldn't have went to those guys. And I was I was committed, and Dietz and I were committed to get those guys out there because, you know, we got to be a little bit deeper on the mound with Wizen Hunt, you know, being day-to-day. 
And as when Hoover went down, I met with the offense and said, hey, nobody needs to replace Hoover. We just all need to be two or three percent better. And you look at what Ben Newton and kind of AMAC did for us during that time and a lot of guys did better. We don't need anybody to be whizzing hunt. We just need everybody to be a tick better. And uh, I think next weekend, and I don't know if my gut, we're going to pitch really well next weekend. That's my uh, prediction. So you can put that on your little uh, message boards for everybody and tell them that we're going to pitch good next weekend. And then if we don't, then they can tell me I'm an idiot. All right. So there you go. Put that on your little message boards. I love that. <laughs> Call them an idiot. I, I got to be honest. Uh, and I know, Cliff, I saw you tweet about something uh, maybe with Igo or you guys were talking about it. I haven't been like I haven't been with the advent of social media and all the other stuff there is digitally out there. I didn't like I didn't even know really message boards are a thing anymore. Like is that like that now back in the day that used before social media that used to be a big way for fans to communicate. But honestly, I don't know many fans that use what's well, this for griping now. It's mostly just for griping. And I don't know, you're, you're, is, how much information is really being you know exchanged there that most of that is coming from Twitter I, just, I feel like two three years ago I just quit I, I got out of the habit of going to message boards I just don't do oh, it they're still populating I, I hadn't been on like Boneyard Bands for example I never get on it and I, I did it today just to see what are they talking about today and I'm like ah same stuff you know this guy's an idiot that guy's an idiot let's get political wrong wrong message board for that and, and, and so on and on and on and yeah. on and just, it is a cycle of crap yeah just cycling over yeah. and over again and I look at it for entertainment. It's yeah. I get a laugh out of it. Yeah, I mean, you you do a good job of clowning stuff that's on there, that you know. But I, I just I I was thinking about it. I just never. I mean, do you really go to it? No, I not mean, really. I mean, I, and there's a lot of things so like that though. Facebook has a as an issue baseball has thing. So much information on it. You, I mean. Facebook has, I think it's Facebook has an issue baseball thing that that sometimes people get on that and they start complaining and stuff, and then the moderator will say, "Hey, look, this is a, a positive board. You know, that we want positivity and keep so, that negative know. stuff on uh, the old message boards." Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I just, I was just thinking about that when he said it posted on a message board. Yeah. How, how very few times I remember I've gone back in the board. day how bent out of shape you'd get if somebody posted something that Brian Bailey Homer once again for Rose and he's like my kids go to Conley I know it was well, so, what drives you crazy about stuff like that is you can't there, there, there are no names with it and you can't you can't yeah. win right you can't yeah. win yeah yeah. you know if somebody sends a letter to the you know to the station and, and says you know John A. Smith and you can you know and sometimes we'll get an email or something and I tell you what happens every once well, I haven't gotten one in a long time but somebody will complain about something and, and they got the story totally wrong so I'll just take the email and, and I'll just I'll find a phone number and I'll just call them up and I'll say this and they'll say this is this is Brian I was like yeah I said you wrote a note to my to my boss and said we did this this and this and we didn't do anything like that here's what happened and I said and he goes Brian I'm so glad you called I feel so much better about it and I was like yeah I feel better about it now too you want you want to write another letter but oh, I thought he was going to say well I heard from a friend that that's what you did. well that happens a lot of times too <laughs> yeah. so oh it's secondary that would happen with some coaches sometimes and Coach Logan would get bent out of shape oh, yeah. about something wow. he yeah. heard you thought you said yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly because the secretary or his wife said it yeah. or his kid well but you, you know, know you live through all that did you hear what Bailey said yeah yeah I got in trouble I with... get blamed for stuff that people say in the fifth quarter just because it's on our air that's listener that that are fans that call in that have gripes or, or opinions. 
and then someone will get bent out of shape about it. You remember when well, uh, it was on your air? Well, I'm like, well, I don't care. Was, I don't control everything that goes over pirate radio. This was the third or fourth time Jonathan got Williams got suspended, and you uh, called me. I was at practice. And I said, "Yeah, Jonathan's gone. He's not. He's not going to be. You know, he, they're whatever he had done this particular time. This wasn't one of the bowl things. This was something else. you guys called me, and I told you on the air. I said, "Yeah, I feel bad for him. You know, his mother's up there right now. Um, you know, she's she's crying with Skip and blah blah blah. That's all I said. Somebody." Goes back to Skip and tells Skip that I'm blowing Skip up, and I saw these t- things I didn't say, so I had to get Tom McClellan to go back and read it or listen to your, you guys online, and then write to Skip because Skip called me. He was like, "What would you say?" I said, well, "Skip, I didn't turn and say anything, buddy. I said nothing wrong." Turn um, and turn, turn and turn. No, but um, so they give him the transcript. What we have to do is we have to turn and turn <laughs> yeah. some more, and when we're done turning, we're going to turn again, and then after we turn uh, two or three more funny. turns, we're going to turn them all into turns. I love that guy. Yeah, tendencies. I miss Skip. Ah, yeah. Um, he actually called me last week. He did. Yeah, I sure did. Skipping years. Yeah, I talked to him. It's been years. Yeah. Still Louisiana Tech. Yeah, he's yeah. loving it good down there. His words. He said, "Yeah, we've really dug in our heels here." Like, good what? for him. Good for you, man. Yeah. Cool. Neat story. Um, it was neat story. It was. No, I thought it was too. I, I don't think that applies, Troy. I, I, I was being serious. I think Troy was trying to figure out where to go next on the bus, and he decided to throw yeah. you under it <laughs> as he decided where to drive to. We'll take the bus to the NFL draft <laughs> this weekend. How about that? Uh, you excited? Thursday. The yeah, Cowboys, baby. I love them. I love watching they the draft. They don't hand out the. They don't hand out the Lombardi Trophy in the first round, do they? No, they, they don't. Like, Let's just hope man, the Cowboys don't. Who was the last up. time the, the Cowboys drafted somebody that you got? It was it like Taco or somebody you got really excited about? No, and, no, no. I I was against I didn't like taco. that at all. I didn't like Taco at all yeah. because you know there were some players out there that that they could have gotten. But I was excited about Ceedee Lamb last year. Yeah, and I think for good reason. Yeah. I think he's a really good player. Same. I'm hoping that that things fall out and the Pirates. I mean the Pirates. The Cowboys get a. <laughs> really good <laughs> defensive player because if, we, if you've noticed lately the Cowboys struggle on defense I like the format still the Thursday night I don't like that where they, they do the first round I wish they do the first three rounds maybe 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 at six o'clock and then they have like the, or maybe even just the first two rounds yeah. but I feel it's not you know, enough for you just the uh, one, one round but you got one round and Friday night you get what second and third and yeah you know, mm-hmm. I kind of like that right. it gives you a little bit of something to look forward to spaced out a little bit I do too I like making a week of it out of it. Yeah. I do feel like Friday, uh, the prime time is easy to catch. You know, the kids go down. You can watch it. It's at night. Hopefully, a lot of people are done with work by then. But sometimes the Saturday, Sunday, you're busy during the day. You got stuff with the kids, whatever. It's it's harder to follow those rounds first. And they're not as big, obviously. But I do like the prime time. I, you know what, I, what I don't like is is the, our guys here. I can think back to the times where we were at somebody's house and they kept falling and yeah. falling. Yeah. I was down at the uh, C.J. Wilson's church and yeah. you know, and everybody's telling them you're going to be a you're, oh you're a first or second day guy. They all hear that and it's just not true. I know. And um, C.J. was certain the Chiefs were going to take him in like the fourth or fifth round, and here they come. He just got on the phone with his agent and it didn't happen. And then here we are all the way to the seventh round. The Packers take him, and you know, of course, it worked out great for him. He got a, he got a ring out of the deal, but um, you know, some of these kids they don't get drafted. That well, back then, remember, it was just it was a two day event. Was it first three yep. rounds, then the, the next four? Mm-hmm. And um, was it a guy? I think it was uh, Wimper over at Tiebreakers. Yeah, that year, and he didn't get drafted that first day. He was right. devastated. He left. He didn't do interviews or anything. He just left. Yeah. And um, we know. were talking Monday as far as East Carolina and when have a chance to get drafted. Uh, Deontay Smith maybe. Um, 
I think Jake he's Verity, maybe. Well, I, he'll, he'll, no, I don't think. I don't think. I don't think. He's. A, no, I'm not. I'm sorry. Team. Not Verity. He, he's a free agent guy. Um, As a kicker, I, I'm, yeah, I'm talking about drafted. a guy who's. Oh, I just went blank on his name. His dad played in the, with the play pro. Play pro. pro. Yeah. Uh, chance for him to get drafted late round. What do you think? I think, I think it's a chance. I think he's a free agent, but I think he's probably a free agent. And, and, and a lot of times that helps. You know, that you pick where better to pick where you want to go. You pick the better spot to land. Yeah. But I think I think he's both those guys have improved their chances. You know in the offseason anyone else getting any free agency deals out of ECU you think or that's really yeah every uh, once in a while they, somebody that you're not even thinking about will, will pick up a free agent deal they won't last all that long but right. they'll get to go to camp right. yeah but that's those, cool too I mean yeah you know. but those are probably your big three that have a chance to I think you'll most definitely see the three of them in camp and maybe a yeah. couple of guys here there that make it early on yeah, be, I, I do hope. To, I think it's fun when you see East Carolina guys making the next level, and you can follow them. We're, still, we're losing; they're dropping like flies, man. We need some more. That's, that's the problem. I think the guys we're so used to following are getting older. Yeah, yeah I mean, and like, I mean, you think like the Dwayne Harris of the world. Yeah. I, I think his days—I don't want to say—are done, but man, you know, he had an opportunity in Chicago, sure. and it got injured. And I, you know, how many? more years does Dwayne Harris have he's an aging specialist and I mean look at Justin I mean he, Justin Hardy he didn't pick up with anybody after he was released right. by Atlanta yeah great guys talented guys but it's a, it's a cutthroat business it, it is, is. it's always next still man still got uh, Gardner Minshew and Kurt Benkert hey man no, Kurt, I thought Kurt him. got waived didn't he yeah he's I'll, he's a free yeah. I'll tell you, hey, look, man, I claim. Jay's still out there. You know, Jay's still out there. When, when Mike Houston uh, told me, uh, this is he didn't tell me. He just said, hey, look, I don't I don't think we want to put Gardner Minshew in. Because I would do the pros, NFL update every week in the coaches show. Mm-hmm. And I put Gardner in there. And, um, now, and does I, he count as Pirates in the pros, like in the media he, guide? To me, he does. I don't care what they do over there. But the guy has a degree from East Carolina University. Yeah. So, I mean, most of the guys who come through here don't get degrees. He did. And, and very few coaches, uh, head coaches, can say they went to East Carolina. You know, rough and being an exception. And so to that, I say, well, who wants to be a pirate? That guy got a degree. You know, I, I know there's a whole bunch of controversy about why he left, but he wanted to be here. Yeah. And he put in his time and it didn't work out. And he went and good for him, man. He went and lit it up and now he's got himself a, a career in the NFL. Do you mm-hmm. consider him a pirate in the pro clip? I think it comes down to, does he consider himself a pirate? That's what I would like to know. Yeah. I mean, that's you know a, what that's I'm a fair do. question. I'm going to reach out to uh, the Jack, see if I can get an interview with him i had his old cell phone i doubt it's his i'm I, sure I'm gonna not. reach out to that kid I, everything I think he'd be a great interview on prl and i would like to hear what his I, if, if he says he's not i would like to hear why and, and not in, like a fun i'm not trying i'm not mad at him i just know to talk to him no because he I'd wanted to, to hear here. some of the background of, of his story you know and i mean let's be honest when he left here none of us thought he'd ever make a name for himself anyway like i was no, stunned at the schools gone. recruiting him yeah and i thought he was gonna be a backup at one of the schools i thought he was just gonna be a, a coach in waiting yeah, in alabama me too. and then, and Which, then what a great opportunity sure man have done awesome with that he still could but i mean i would have never predicted no one i know predicted his future I mean, every time i asked that kid to do something he did it with a smile and he was gung-ho about it and he's a little quirky but i mean he was great to work with on, on our end and he, i'm not talking about all these these social media things that we made him do and back when you could make them do things like that and they've kind of tightened down on that with I, the student athletes now i remember jeff connor's telling me the old strength and conditioning coach for east carolina he was the hardest working player in the weight room and he wasn't talking about for quarterbacks he was talking about players like the kid worked harder than anybody in the yeah. weight room hmm. and that's you know that's stuff most fans don't see but i think that it was just this level of dedication which you got to have if you're going to get to that level yeah i remember him being way too cocky for the amount of production he put up and always wondered why and now i understand why yeah. he believed in himself because he, he is a good quarterback <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah he yeah, just right. didn't get to show it here yeah, yeah. that's a great point 
Uh, what else on you guys' minds? Anything before we wrap up for today? Well, Billy's not here. I had a, I had a story for Billy, but he's not uh, here. But in his honor, anyway? since he's not here, Bella and I were riding down the road the other day going to school, and we listened to a, sorry about this, another radio station, country music station, and they do easy oh, trivia. Okay. And they start off with really easy trivia questions, and so Bella can ring in, I ring, we kind of have a competition. So it's easy trivia, and the question comes up and says, who lives at Bikini Bottom? I go, ah, Billy Weaver. <laughs> And Bella goes, Bella, what, who? SpongeBob SquarePants. You missed that, Brian. Come on, Brian. I was like, Bella, don't, Bella, don't you read Facebook? Bikini bottom. Is this really sucks? I know, I know. So in his honor, I thought I would. Oh, that is funny. Tell that one. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, great line. That's what I thought of. That made me think. Of, I had some funny Weaver story, but I have to think about Yours it. Yours probably I, can't be told. Did it come from <laughs> Facebook or? No, this came from real life. <laughs> Not fake book. Troy, uh, I want you to listen to this. I'm listening. I've been wanting to tell you. Okay. You're yeah. a true pirate. Thank you, you are. Sir. You take a lot of grief on the press box from that rooster neck Billy Weaver. Absolutely. <laughs> Where is rooster neck? Rooster neck was supposed to be here. And then he no-showed. No, yeah. he did say I, I, I couldn't attend today. I wonder yeah. what he's doing. Rooster Neck will be on Pirate Radio Live Tuesday at 3.15. I'm, so. My guess is he has his girlfriend with him. Um, he's riding in his Jeep on the beach. <laughs> you, mean headed, great, you mean Great White? Great White. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Headed back to Bikini Bottom 2. It's the second yeah, that's one. Right. SpongeBob. So. Taking a mental health day. <laughs> he needs a mental health month. <laughs> Taking a, a day of rest for the weave. Yeah. Leave it to Weaver, as I like to say. Weaver, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> Even though now? he's not here, he can be here in spirit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think eventually we could get enough sound effects from everybody. We could do a whole show without you guys even being here. Yeah, you could get me fired with half of the ones you have of me. Seriously. Fuck you. Yeah. Are you shut up? See, see. <laughs> That was directed that's, at Weaver, wasn't it? I know. It? That's the Minor I know and love. Hit it one more time. Feel, bitch. <laughs> that's when I worked for him. That was the best Dumbass. part. We yeah. literally have a sound effect of Minor saying every cuss word yeah. there is. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we, I got, play him. we got F, A, and B. I mean, there aren't too yeah. many more, right? There yeah. hasn't been a employee antagonize their boss more than you did to Weaver since well, Stone Cold there. Steve Austin did to McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the same thing without the physical touching. It's true. <laughs> just verbal stunners. Yeah. He's a knucklehead. He had to be called out for it. You, you, know? just, you just crush weave left wow. and right when you worked for him. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> Bailey was enjoyed fun. Bailey had a front row ticket. Yeah, he enjoyed it. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, this was fun. Thanks to our friend Jason Shepard from The Place in Washington for the great food today. The Place is open Tuesday through Sunday for lunch and dinner. Remember, the, uh, now Wednesday night, they got karaoke. Shag night on Thursday. Live music Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, beautiful inside of the restaurant. Also on the patio. Man, go enjoy this beautiful weather. Uh, if you need a little bit of break, go ahead to Washington. What a gorgeous downtown waterfront scene they have in Washington. And uh, stop by The Place. Say hey to Jason. Tell him your friends at Pirate Radio sent you. Appreciate his support of the podcast today. That'll wrap it up for this edition, guys. Bailey, always great seeing you. Great thank being you here. Being Appreciate here. it. Midor, thank you for your time. Thank you for having me, good buddy. Work. Uh, we'll have to do this again one time before the summer. Say when. And, uh, take a peek into the fall and talk about maybe some of the new things coming up for football this year. Yeah. As we're planning to have fans back in the stands, new video 
things going on, oh, perhaps? Last, last uh, baseball tidbit, the regionals, uh, regardless of what Governor Cooper says, 50% is the max. Yeah, how about NCAA, that? NCAA, that's NCAA, NCAA, how about that? The NCAA comes out with that. I yep. mean, I, I just... I think that's premature, too. I, I, I just... Agreed. I think it's Agreed. a little Agreed. early. But you're, yeah, I, I thought that was the case when the NCAA announced that. I thought, man, you know, we finally get the governor on board to let us have some fans in the stands. And then Thanks the for having me, buddy. Comes yeah. out. Hey, right. Clip, uh, Chandler, thank you for your production assistance. Thanks to Glenn behind the scenes. That's going to wrap it up for this edition of a very special press press box podcast here on pirate radio on another great episode of the pirate radio podcast with troy dreyfus brian bailey and brian medor special thanks to our sponsor white claw hard seltzer look for white claw at your favorite retailer next time you're out shopping white claw hard seltzer available in five fruit flavors two grams of carbs gluten-free and only 100 calories and nothing tastes quite like it we'll be back very soon with another edition of the pirate radio podcast in the meantime be sure to subscribe to our podcast in your apple store you can visit our website at pr927fm.com and follow us on social media at pr927fm to keep up with the latest news and information until next time have a great day everyone you have been listening to the pirate radio podcast brought to you by white claw hard seltzer nothing tastes quite like it visit whiteclaw.com today white claw hard seltzer proudly distributed by coastal beverage please drink responsibly the pirate radio podcast is an exclusive presentation by pirate radio the voice of the pirate nation